Here we go. Here we go. Uh, audio or uh, hype and angst. <laughs> hype and angst is don't mind. Bold and angst. Uh, yeah, hype and angst. Yours should be bold and angst. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. It is your boys, uh, Matty B and Locke. I don't know why I stammered there. I forgot our names for a second. Matty B, <laughs> happy Friday, How brother. You going, brother? You good? I was happy to let that one go. I wasn't going to pull you up. I'm not the police. Ah, uh, well, sometimes it feels like you are. You're frisking me all the time. Lo- <laughs> yeah. Rubber gloves on. Yeah, but the difference butthole. is that's consensual. <laughs> that you, is... bend, you bend over and cough. That is a lie. No, that is, that is, that is a lie. And you always tell me you're going to bring lube and you just bring a hairdryer instead. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not about that. Please stop. Yeah, Please but stop. I, I, I turn it to cool air. Yeah. <laughs> all right, my friend, how has your week been? How you doing? My week has been all right, mate. We have finally hit Friday. We're coming close to schooner o'clock, mate. It's going to look good. I can taste it. I can definitely. Mm, it's on the tip of my tongue. Taste is on the tip of my tongue. Mm. All right. Well, it's an exciting. <laughs> <was> exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It's an exciting. It's an exciting day. I just want to get to it. I want to get to it. It's a fucking exciting day. We finally had a voice message. Oh my god! Oh finally. yeah! Cue the music. Finally. Cue the celebration music because. Bum, holy, bum. holy Jesus! <laughs> what the fuck was that? That was not celebration music. That was not celebration music. We'll, we'll cut holy that bit damn. out. <laughs> no, we won't. We'll leave it. We'll leave it in there, nice and square. That's because um, you don't like to edit. I don't. I really don't. This is all one take, guys. This is all one take, except for the one time you uh, you dropped a C bomb and I had to throw a Bing Bong over the top of that. <laughs> mm. Or there was that time when we did it and Matt had me muted for the entire fucking <laughs> the first twenty minutes. That wasn't first take. Uh, I'm pretty sure I left that in there. Anyway, anyway, we have our first voice message. Um, and we're gonna play it now because. It's Friday, baby, and we haven't done this for a while, so we're gonna we're bringing back question time. All right, and this this uh, astute listener, he uh, he's got a question for us, and he's also uh, made the Hall of Fame. He has made the Hall of Fame. He, Maybe we we'll have he's to make a little Hall, Hall of Fame, Fame graphic, throw it up on the socials. Yep, yep. That's uh, we just keep adding, baby. People that's make a the job. Hall of Fame, you get added. That's it. That's a job for whoever does the socials. Do you do the socials? I mean, if 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 I was asked to do the socials, I'd do the socials. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's play this voice message. I hope this works. Um, if not, you'll hear it in post anyway, so it's going to work for you regardless. <laughs> here we go. What did she say? Hey, where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? Did you touch my drum set? No. Why are you so sweaty? I was watching cops. Hey, boys. Big fan. And uh, shout out to me for being the first person to send in a voice message. Um, if I'm not the first, then fuck the other ones. I'm, mine's better. Because I'm coming in with some serious content here, and this, this question, you might have to do a whole podcast on it. I don't know. It's, it's up there. Alright? So, my question is, well, more a game than a question, but, uh, it's a game of, a fuck marry and kill uh and the three options are Kelly Oubre Jr JJ Reddick and Gordon Hayward so yeah have fun trying to figure that out alright see you later thank you for that thank uh, you Lisa. I have two takeaways from that <laughs> number one takeaways? thank you listener we appreciate it it's all love you have now made it to the Hall of Fame. Great question. My second takeaway is don't voicemail and drive. <laughs> don't voicemail and drive. It's like podcasting it's, and driving. Yeah, don't do it. It's out, dangerous out here. Come on, man. We're here in the blinker and shit. We know you're driving. We know you're driving. You know you're driving. No, no. Maybe they were turning into the end of that story because that took a fucking age. So, <laughs> but hey, no, keep, leave voicemail. Shout out, big fella. Send, shout send out, big us. Fella. Send us your deets. We'll verify your voice. We're going to need you to say some sultry things so we know it's actually you. 
Yes. We'll compare it to the voicemail and we'll add you to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, lovely. Lovely, jubbly. Um, so interesting question, though, and I am happy to do a whole podcast on this. Um, I'm happy fuck- to turn this exclusively into a Fuck, Marry, Kill podcast. Fuck, Marry, Kill. Not just this episode. I mean, as as a whole. <laughs> Fifth and Fuck, Marry, Kill. Um, so Fuck, Marry, Kill, what was it? Kelly Uber Jr., JJ Reddick, and Gordon Haywood. Now, this yeah. listener, they've got us. Okay, because JJ Reddick and Gordon Hayward. Just like I want all three of these men to have us. Oh, bro, exactly. That is the sausage party that I want to be a part of, okay? I want to be the bun in this hot dog. So Sounds like that team is a ball handler, and I, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Uh, All first-team ball handling. Um, I can probably guess yours, by the way, too. All right, go on. Try. Try, D. I think you're going to – I think – it's unfair because JJ Reddick and Gordon Hayward are two. Yeah, I think you kill Ubre, bro. You handsome. love a white boy. You love, love a white boy. boy. I think I you kill Ubre. I think you kill Ubre for sure. You reckon? I think you kill Ubre. I reckon yeah, you... Ubre, Ubre's dead. Ubre's dead. He's, yeah, uh, he's, I knew he's the he kill for me. <laughs> kind of feels racist that you kill Ubre. <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> I don't there's know. No, how, there's no racial backing for me killing Ubre. There is no racial backing whatsoever. Who's your who's your kill? Haywood. Haywood. Haywood Gord. Well, Haywood Gord. Oh, okay. Um that's tough. That's tough. Who's your okay, well, who's your fuck then? Okay. Who's your yes. one night stand? I guess I guess your kill. Can you guess my uh fornication? Um I, w- I would think you'd want one night with Kelly Oubre Jr. Oh, I'd want one night with Kelly Oubre Jr. That man is a <laughs> cutie pie. He is a cutie pie. Mate, he's he is boy. out here blowing kisses to MJ. He's a, yeah. Mate, he's uh, he's a modern the, day. That's he's the a modern only day time honey. I've been jealous of MJ. Never in his time. illustrious career, just when Kelly Oubre was blowing him sweet kisses. <laughs> Started yelling at him on the sidelines. Um, <laughs> all right, so then... So then you would marry JJ. I think I would marry JJ. I think I would marry JJ too. Yeah, I, I think I'd marry that JJ. One. And and yeah, I would I would fuck Gordon Haywood for sure. <laughs> for sure I would. Um they're just they're two of them are handsome traditionally, and one of them is just a pretty boy. And I'm sorry, pretty boy, but you gotta go. You were voted off this nah, island. Give me a little pretty boy. We need some of them around. Can I tell you who's an underrated pretty boy? Who's an underrated pretty boy? Jalen Green. Jalen Green is an underrated pretty that, boy. It's because his hair's kind of shit. Mm, but yeah. like, he's a good looking dude. He's got that. And he, have you heard the voice he does? Nah, I haven't heard the voice. He does the. I just woke out of bed and I'm just. Oh, yeah, voice, okay. bro. He, that man knows what he's doing, man. That yeah, shit is right. Smooth. He knows what he's about. I, I would, I would recommend our listeners do your own research. Listen to a Jalen Green interview. Yep. And then send us more voice messages, but don't voice message don't, and drive. Don't voice message drive. And don't do the Jalen Green voice. Yeah, don't. <laughs> We're not turning into that type of podcast. We're not getting down with it. We're not, you know, this, this ain't, this, this, this is not that type of, this is not that type of show. It's not that type of show. It can be. If, if you want us to pivot, we'll pivot. I mean, I'm open. Are you open? I'm, I'm always open. You know that I'm, I'm open, am. baby. We, That's mate, what I'm we, saying. Hair dryers and everything. How about we throw a poll up on our socials? Are we, are we going to turn into that type of podcast? Let's do it. Yep. ASMR, deep breathing, or just what we're doing now. I mean, we changed the logo. We may as well change everything else. Am I right? Exactly. Also, yeah. Shout out to Maddie B, logo creator extraordinaire. Looking good, brother. Oh, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. We got we got quite a good quite a good amount of votes on the uh, on the double up versus the up. So people seem I know, to be great absolutely feedback loving it. on it. Everyone's loving it. It looks good, man. And this is us, mate. We are just kicking goals, kicking goals. We're growing, growing every episode. So speaking of growing, back to question time. NRL. We're going to start with NRL, then we'll hit into the NBA. All right. So uh, more listeners have come through, and uh, somebody's asked, "Who do you reckon wears the seven in the Souths now?" Obviously, everything that's going on with Anthony Milford right now, um, and Cody Walker seems to be uh, like he'll obviously hold the six still. What do you? Where, where do you reckon the seven goes, my friend? Oh, this is actually tough. I've been thinking about this since Adam Reynolds is gone, since the grand final. Um, I want to say Lachlan Ilias. Yeah. Start in seven. But yep. I have a sneaking suspicion. Demetrio, it would not surprise me if Taft started at seven. I don't think mm. he'd be there long, but I mean, he's got the big game 
the big game experience, right? Like he started in a grand final, won a pre, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if they put him in there just to see what it's like. Mm, I mean, mm. they're a team that's, that has championship aspirations still. I don't think they're going to care, you know, first two weeks if he comes out and they're like, oh, he's not a halfback. Let's, mm, let's move. Mm. And I think this Milford thing kind of worked out all right for him. Yeah, kind of. I the only rebuttal I have to that is that um you're right, you've got those two weeks that Latrell's not back, right? Two or three weeks that Latrell's not back. So what, what do you do with your fullback position for those couple of weeks then? Maybe you run Ilias. Oh, actually, of I weeks didn't even think of that. Happens. That is a good shout, actually. Yeah. If you, I forgot. I if forgot. If you run Ilias the first yeah. couple of weeks until Latrell comes back and then maybe try I, Taft I, there. Actually, but if but if Ilias puts in, you know, three good weeks of of running, why would you, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Throw Taft in the fourteen. This is this is why we're such a good show because one of us, you know, gets almost up to the peak and the other just fucking elevates it. I forgot about Big Trail. Oh, I reckon, I reckon, big Blakey Taff in there at fullback, Ilias to start at halfback, and if that kind of works with Ilias at a half, Blake Taff probably takes the Benji role off the bench. Yeah, and he's kind yeah, of any, anytime someone goes down, he's in there to replace him. You know, they kind of shuffle that team around and make it work with him. Well, that brother can play one through seven, so he, he might end up sense. he might end up in the centers depending what they do with Dane Gagai gone. Like who knows? Mm, exactly, exactly. Um, Smokey for uh, Latrell to return back to the centers. He won't, but could you imagine that team would just be uh, so last much more year, dynamic? If you would put, if if if, if uh, Latrell got suspended early in the year and they knew how good Taff was, imagine Taff that fullback and oh. Latrell in there at center. Oof. I, I think it would have been a, a red and green parade because then you could have put uh, you could have had Campbell Graham and Latrell at the centers, Gagai and Johnson on the wings. Oh, stop it, stop it! All right. Uh, moving on, next question. Have we seen that Tyron May is also signing with Catalan Dragons? Yes. Yes, I did I see saw that. that. Saw um, that, yes. Saw and predicted that. Predicted that he would go over to um, the Super League. Um, I just think he needs time like, to let this die down. Spend a year over there. Do a year with Mitch Pierce. You know, learn to be learn under one of the one of the greatest halfbacks to ever play the game, and then come back. You know, come back when you when your picture's not as soiled as it is right now because you fucked up. What do you I reckon? wish my I wish my punishment was to get paid six figures and play football in the south of France. Yeah, and drink Fuck wine me. and eat cheese. Holy and, shit. Yeah. I wish that was my punishment, mate. Like, I mean, yeah. What a, what a trio, what a trio to be hanging out in bars the, in, in the south of France. So Big Papi, Tyrone May, and uh, Mitchell Pierce. Can, can I just say, Cadillacs, shaky recruitment history. Yeah. <laughs> Shaky recruit. Maybe they're not doing background checks. I don't know what's going on. I don't think so. Checking the LinkedIn page. Shaky recruit, mate. Israel Folau played with them last year, the year before. (laughs) Who else? There was somebody else, mate. They just, and obviously James Maloney isn't the most upstanding citizen at all times. He's a winner. uh, He's a winner, and he hasn't had any major scandals. So good on him. Next, you're going to tell me butt plug John Hapawati played for them as well. Oh, mate. Yeah, just I think me. there was. I can't remember who riff for a few minutes while riff. I do my own research. Um, yeah, look, I think that um, I, I think that this is like obvious that he was going to be spending time over in over in English Super League. I mean, everything that happened with him um, and is continuing to happen with him is you know on top of brain right now. So the, it's it's a good idea for him to get a change of scenery. It's, you know, it's, it's a way for him to, and, and this is not a narrative that you can control. Okay, I did my own research. All right, good. Beautiful. Cause I was losing it there. Greg Go Bird on. and Todd Carney. Oh my <laughs> days. Real shit. We need to, we need to like at some point by episode 100, after they do a few more signings, I think we need to do like an all time, Shit kicker Catlin's list. Oh, mate. They just come on. Come on, boys. <laughs> Call the references. Call the <laughs> Do a reference check. Boys. Just do a Google search on like <laughs> google.com.au. <laughs> just anything, anything like Google Australia. Oh, you put in Todd Carney, drinks on I do love it how clubs here are like, no dickheads. Catalan, like, all right. We'll take all the dickheads. <laughs> Catalan dickheads over oh, here in mate, South of France. Mate. I mean, yeah, I think it'll do well over there. The speed of the game is actually. It's a different game. The intensity is not there, but they're still pretty quick. Mm. Yeah. I'd be curious to see what position he plays because in the halves, they got Mitch Pierce and um, Josh Drinkwater. He might change uh, into a nine. Yeah, he might. I think, yeah, he I might. I think he'd bring, be big enough for a nine over there. Or he might bring off a, um, he might bring in a ball playing lock into England. Mm. Yeah. Like he might bring yeah. that Australian influence into there, but I think he'll, he'll be the utility to start with I'd imagine. And, and yeah. he can fill in anywhere as well. He played a bit of fullback center, back row, halves, hooker. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Very good. But um, 
Yeah. Very good. Well, yeah. I mean, best of luck to him. There's not much more I can say to that. Uh, biggest next question: biggest jumpers and fallers on the NRL ladder next year. Who do you reckon? I mean, you already you've already got your hot take that Manly's going to fall out of the eight. That's yeah, I big, just got a feeling. I don't know fall. why. I saw a, I saw a graphic today of uh, Tom Travojevic's fucking awards last year. Yeah, it it the thing almost took up a whole A four page. Holy crap! I mean, I know he had a hell of a year, but Jesus, that is—he took home everything, mm. everything. They just start calling that the Tom Tavoyevich sweep. Um, no. Look, biggest biggest fallers for me. Um, I've got Parramatta, and uh, and that would be good. I wouldn't mind that. Only because, they still have their players though. Next year, they still have Reed. They still have Isaiah. Like uh, I just think gonna... they're going to have in-house issues with all of this. Everyone going everywhere else, and if they start shit, and Brad Arthur's on the hot seat. Then some of these guys might be asking out for early releases. It's I, I think mm. it's on the cards. Um, and um, if that happens, and you know you lose even one of those guys, you're you're in a world of trouble. Um, but I kind of want them to be shit because uh, a friend of the podcast, Mister Puru, is in their development squad. And any time, and if he can get some burn, get him some fucking burn. Let's do it. Um, biggest jumpers. I mean, it would be too easy to say the Bulldogs or. Or the uh, or the sharks, but I just I just think statistically, like the bulldogs, obviously, like they ended with close to the wooden spoon, you know. Or did they end with the wooden spoon? I can't remember. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. Your, so, uh, your cowboys very close to the wooden spoon. Yeah. They're good. Does that mean cowboys are gonna, you know? No, nah, because I think the tigers are gonna be way worse, or the dragons. I think they're gonna fucking suffer and get the wooden spoon. No, nah, I don't think year. the dragons are gonna be that. I think the dragons are gonna suck, but they're not gonna like suck, suck. No, nah, I think they're going to suck. I'm praying nah. they're going to suck, suck. So I don't want my Cowboys to win the wooden spoon. But anyway, um, the I think it's just it's just too easy. It's too obvious. The, the the dogs are going to win more than three games next year. They're going to jump. So I have a different riser, by the way. Go on, hit me. The Bronx, the Bronx, Brisbane Broncos. I think Selwyn Cobo is going to take a big step next year. Yep, Tessie knew as well. So you found confidence at the end of last year. Um, got big Kurt Capel. Yep, Adam Reynolds. They just need to lock down at number nine. That's a good squad, man. And they're starting yeah. to slowly turn things around. See how Payne Haas, if he can if, if he can recapture that form, then holy shit. Yeah. All, like this team is going to uh, be This is just all his off-season rehab because if he does everything perfectly, then he's good to go for preseason. Mm. Um, and that's the thing. That's the thing. How, how, how much they can drop him in the intensity. But yeah. I think this team's going to win a lot of games that they should. That's what yeah. good teams have to do. And... I think the Knights are going to drop too because the Knights fucking suck and they got worse. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did. The Knights are going to really suffer. Um, and that's good because um, the Knights suck. Fuck the Knights. And uh, I can't think of the – who's their 5'8"? Um, your boy, um, Cliffy. Yeah, I couldn't think of his fucking name, Jake. <laughs> um, yeah, so – Moving on. Anything anything else you want to add to that question? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, lovely. I, I reckon um, that Manly one's going to blow up in my face just to side. No, I reckon they're going to fucking end up minor premierships. going to be bullshit. some Jason Kidd redacted bullshit coming yeah, on through here. I'll redact it. I'm not afraid to redact it. I'm like Kim Jong out here. I just redact whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> right, my own news, son. Um, own all right. Thoughts on thoughts on the hectic cheese, Brandon Smith. Um, look, we covered this the other day um, pretty extensively. I'm, I'm happy with him being unapologetically him. Um, we need... Like the, the NRL is always going to find a villain right now. Uh, uh, they're always going to find a villain, sorry. And right now the cheese is their villain only because, you know, supposedly there's a few things. And and clubs are saving face. You know, Penrith saying that they never ended, ended up extending an offer and and that the cheese kind of dicked over the Dolphins and stuff like that. They're, they're all just controlling the narrative for their respective clubs. And, and he's the villain right now. So it's easy to gang up on him. But... Um, I love the cheese. Twelve months in, in twelve months, we're not going to remember this. We're not going to remember everything that's going on with, with Munster either. All of his like drinking issues and stuff like that. Like no one's going to remember any I of think that. That's so. the case if they keep winning, which you probably would do at the at the at the Roosters. That's it. Um, I'm I'm cool for him being him. He is what he is. We, I liked him when he was being him. You know, 24, 12 months ago. Mm. I like doing his do. I don't mind him doing it now. It's fine. It's just the thing is, if the Dolphins thing is true, it is a bit of a dick move. Cherry Evans still gets shit about it. Like fucking mm. eight years later, I think Smithy. I know it's different where Cherry mm. Evans had signed a contract, mm. but if they if they had stopped their pursuit of Reed Marnie because they had a, they had an assurance from Brandon Smith that I'm going to play here, then 
Yeah, but if you're Reed Money, are you going to a stack Bulldogs or are you going to the fucking the Dolphins to be their second signing? I don't know. Maybe, maybe you get more money. Bayside Reed are a pretty good deal. I'm sure Dolphins had more money. Maybe they throw more money at him. Mm, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just, I like, yeah, I don't know. If he did that, it is a bit of a dog thing, but mm. it is what it is. He'll be off to the Roosters, which I just, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's smart because if his, the way he does what he does is good on a winning team. People love it on a winning team. Yeah, if he was to go to a, if he was to go to a team that sucked, people he would be labelled as a distraction. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. wouldn't be into it because he doesn't want to win. People like him, and the NRL media suck. Yeah, they do. They do. Did you see the Batuta thing the other day? That was like I did. Yeah, <laughs> angry men are upset about not being not being. Bro, able I watched NRL when I was in hotel players. quarantine, bro. I watched NRL three hundred and sixty for like a day. I had a stroke. <laughs> now I know why they're all fucked up because they watch their own stuff and they just yeah. have just like right. Oh. Probably jerking it while they're watching. I wish I watched like, more. Oh, I wish so I, no. I wish I watched more when I was in hotel quarantine. I might have just stroked out until I fucking woke up on day twelve. Like <laughs> day, t- <laughs> day twelve, do the test. Two days. Yeah, I was gonna say woke up with something in your nose. Like yeah, just- mate. It was it was rough. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy I enjoyed the COVID test more than I did watching the NRL three sixty. That's not hard to do. All right, uh, moving on. Most overrated NRL player and most underrated NRL player. Who's your uh, who's your most overrated or most underrated? Most overrated, Jake Travojevic. Yeah, Man, yeah. Basically, a prop that can throw a short ball. Yeah, good shot. That's basically what he is. I don't understand how he's looking to play rep footy when you got guys like Cam Murray, Isaiah Yo, Victor mm. Radley, mate. Like, if yeah, he's yeah. on straight, like. It's crazy. It's not crazy. even keep his Dale head on straight. Nuk- just stay out of the fucking judiciary. <laughs> Dale for nuking in at lock. Like J- yeah. Jake Turbo, it's, his one move is pass to my really good brother. Yeah, pass to my brother who turns. I mean, Jake, Jake, Jake Turbo off. is the me and his brother out of me and my brother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good brother that works. But yeah. it's all right. But if he, I mean, perfect reincarnation of uh, Glenn and uh, Brett Stewart. Yeah, <laughs> no, Glenn was good. No, oh, Glenn, okay. Glenn is way better than what. Jake Glenn is better. I'm not saying Glenn, Glenn is not better. better. Glenn is better. Yeah, Jake's shit. I, I don't I don't rate Jake. Um Campo is better. <laughs> I like conditioner. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that's a good shout. Um I think I think a few people are gonna are gonna notice that um the fox is a little overrated. And I know Ooh, I'm gonna get I, I know like I'm gonna get, this. This I know I'm gonna get ta- heat for this. Have you been workshopping this take? It's a little off the dome. It's a little workshop. I've 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 had quiet thoughts to myself previously, um, Ooh, but the now the mic's in front of color. me. The uh, the flames are coming. I just think that like you know you can be good in a good system. No one knew him when he was at the Tigers. Mm. They only you know it, he only started to rise to fame when he was in that Bellamy system. Mm. Um, and don't get me wrong, he's you know he's he's fantastic in that role. But you know we've said this about NBA players our entire life. How would how would Clay Thompson or Draymond Green go on the Knicks or or you know another another team? Right? Yeah. It's it's system stuff, and I think this kind of plays into the underrated side of things of of Justin Olam. He's not he's not my final answer, but I think that he doesn't get enough credit for the. Do you think for, he's slowly starting to get credit? I think he's slowly starting to obviously you know center of the year and stuff like that um, because you know uh, Cam Munster stomped his fucking feet, which is fine. Back your boys. I, I'm I'm all for that, but my point is more that like it's if you divided it by if you divided their production into ten, everybody would say you know it's like seven the fox and three Olam. Whereas I reckon it's way more 50-50, if not leading more to Olam. Olam is he's he's the he saves the fox defensively a lot of the times. He he obviously shovels the ball on. He, like his passing is quite good for a center. Sure, he gives you an error or two, but the fox isn't scoring six tries unless Justin Olam's on the inside of him. You know what I mean? Like it's mm. it's and, and it's a system thing, um, but. My, I just think Justin, uh, not Justin, Josh Adokar is like an older version of, of Jason Saab. And we see Jason Saab disappear because he doesn't have a center inside of him either. Like the system isn't run around Jason Saab. It's run around fucking Tom Trevojevic, right? So yeah. you get you get the odd double game out of Jason Saab because he's the quickest guy on the field. I think it's going to be the same thing for Josh Adokar next year. Um, yeah, I know. I, I do. I do think that holds a lot of merit. It's going to be interesting. Is he going to be as good when strike's not around him? Mm, yeah. I'm curious about and his combo with Munster is so big. I yeah. wonder how his his um 
his combo with Bert. Did you see Berto, by the way, in the Bulldogs training jersey? chunky. Bro, dude is thick as fuck. Yeah. I, 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 I had to do a double take. I was like, that's not Bert. And then I was like, oh, okay. That is Bert. Bro, right. hey, bro he's, he's big. That's the biggest fucking half I've ever seen. Yeah, holy shit. Like, he is huge, bro. But um, hopefully preseason whips him into shape. Also, playing big. I don't care. Yeah, play big boy out there. Who but um, I think, think the Fox take's pretty good. We'll see what it's mm. like. And there's going to be some jostling and there's not going to be a lot of like unity or cohesion in that back line for a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think this year might be a down year for him. And then next year, once some reinforcements come in, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, see how it goes. My, uh, my most underrated player, it, it's got to be our boy, Jordan Rapana. He's the Mr. Fearboner himself. He he proved last year that he's he's a guy that can play one through five. And and it may not be pretty, but he gets the fucking job done. Mm. And and he holds it down. Um, that that Raiders team had a lot of turmoil last year. Obviously, like losing players left, right, and center. Um, you know, Ricky Stewart seems to be on the hot seat every second every second week. But Jordan Rapana, after not having a contract with Canberra, and then just taking whatever was on the table because everything happened with COVID and he couldn't go over and play. Um, was it French Union? Japan, Japanese Japan. Union. Yeah, yeah. So bro, they would have loved him in Japan. Bro, they would have loved him over there, but. <laughs> Then you know, playing himself into a multi-year multi-year contract and sticking around in Canberra for a little bit. I I'm just I'm excited because he's I I just don't think he gets enough love whatsoever. Mm, uh, you know I love Rapana uh, for yeah. for a few different reasons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's always great. He gives a hundred percent, man. And I mean, I don't like the Canberra team. I don't like a lot of the players that are in their team. Mm. Uh, but I like him and seeing him play there. And he'll get to move back to the wing. Yeah, uh, depending yeah. on Seb, Chris, or Nickel Clockstar. Yeah. Depending on who plays there, because I've heard Nickel Clocks is moving into the centers. Oh, that'll be all right. Apparently, his back isn't, you know, 100, and his yeah. longevity of career wants to move into the centers. But I like Rapana, he has a good that's pick. Fair. I mean, yeah, I've, that's I, fair. I got an underrated pick that's a Homer pick, and I got one that's not a Homer pick. Well, give us not the Homer pick. I don't fucking care about your Homer picks. My Homer pick is a pretty good one, though. Bro, I stuck away from the Cowboys. You stick away from the fucking Panthers. <laughs> it's because no one's fucking underrated or over. Actually, there's a few overrated on there. There's plenty of underrated <laughs> guys on the fucking Cowboys, too. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> my, my underrated Amiso is Nick Meany. ain't getting enough love yet. Anyway, go on. Is that Nick Meany? Nick Meany. Yeah. Yeah. I like Nick Meany. I fucking Coming on the like bandwagon his... early before I don't he like his playing for Melbourne. He's good. He's just versatile. Mm. Can play fullback, can play wing, can kick, can probably slide in there yeah. at centers. He's a lot like Dylan Edwards. Yeah. I think, and I think that is, I mean, unfortunately for him, they have Pap playing in front of him. Mm. I think yeah. he would be a perfect team, like a perfect guy for a team without a star fullback. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of strange because you look at the top teams, right? you got the Storm, Pap, you got the Roosters, Teddy, um, you got South Latrell, then you got Penrith, Dylan Edwards. Mm, yeah, like I think he would be a good fullback for, and then obviously Manly and Tommy. Mm, mm. Um, I don't know. He just, I think he's really good. I, um, it's gonna be interesting to see what role he plays. Yeah, I yeah. think if Pap cops a head knock, he's gonna take some time off, and mm. and Nick Meany yeah. will be able to uh, to try and try and find a contract somewhere else as the starting fullback. I like the idea of Nick Meany in the fourteen. Uh, which is where it kind of looks like. Yeah, it's I just go. think he's. I think he will. He's just not very versatile uh, in the forwards. I mean, no, like, not in the forwards. I don't think he can play. I don't think he can play that Benji in the middle kind of ball playing. But I think mm. if I. But that's a bit like Nico Hines, right? Like, yeah, you've just got to get all I, your best players out there. Yeah, but I think that hurt them last year. I think that we talked about. It, I think it hurt having Hines and Pap and Munster and Hughes and cheese and grant all on like you had seven guys who all mm. can make something happen, but yep. nobody around them just running a line, nobody around them just kind of like catching path. They're all trying mm. to do too much. Yep. But I think Nick Meany isn't, I think he's even more unassuming than even Hines is. Yeah. And I don't think he is the playmaker that Hines is. It wouldn't surprise me if we got to games where if he is the 14, he comes on and Pap goes into that like middle of the field, roaming around position. Yeah, they just keep meaning at the back and go do what you do. But they've got some stuff going on with their wingers there, where um, Lumi Lumi is leaving. Yeah, so yeah Lumi Lumi's that. gone. Who I actually like about it? It's unfortunate that he had the best, one of the best tries I have seen of all time scored against him. <laughs> That's unfortunate for the man. But I That's mean, tough. That ball I didn't just mind Lumi fucking Lumi. hated him. It wouldn't surprise him. me. It wouldn't bounce for him. It wouldn't surprise me if Nick Meany is just the starting winger. Yeah. Starting yep. winger, back up fullback, and then you bring in someone else to play that. And he's he's really safe under the high ball. 
Yeah. He's good as a backup kicker. Um, yeah. Good finisher. I, I think he's a great pickup. My, um, he's, my one of the, pick- he's one of those rare guys that I think with a couple more lights on him, he'll actually shine a bit I more. I think so too. I think yeah. so too. He doesn't seem like he's got a big head. It's unfortunate that he was kind of like, and he really was playing well towards the end of the year. Mm, it's a yeah. shame that the dogs, you know, were kind of, oh, we'll do, I'd, I'd rather him than Dufty. Yeah. I'd rather too. him for Dufty any day of the week. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'd rather I'd rather put the time into Meany. All right, moving on. By the uh, way, my homer pick was Moses Leota. Fuck off him, homer pick. All right, moving on to the next. Uh, NR, uh, not No longer in the NRL. We're in the NBA. Um, that's it for the NRL. Thank you for your questions. Appreciate those NRL questions. Uh, now getting on to the NBA questions. Can Dallas finally get out of the first round this year? And I'll say yes with a caveat. If Kristaps Porzingis is playing the way that he's played in the last four games, if he like if he can put that together consistently, he doesn't even have to do it the whole season. If he does it four out of eight games, they can they'll scrape into the playoffs, and then not even scrape. I think they're in like the top four right now. They'll they'll make the playoffs, and then they'll make it out of the first round because he's he's playing New York Kristaps shit right now. What do you reckon? Can Dallas get out of the first round? Dallas team is so weird. Oh, bro, they have like bunch of. Got, it's, they're kind of like they're kind of prima donna like divas, right? Like if they don't like like if they don't have the right rider or whatever. Like if Kristaps doesn't have three quarters of a mango and like fucking two strawberry stalks or some shit, then he's not going to play well. Like some kind of superstitious bullshit like that. <sighs> I know it's it's weird. Like they've got a top five player in their league. Mm. According to the stats, they suck when he plays. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. Like, it's, like, and maybe that would have been the case back in the days for like the early Bulls with Jordan. Yeah. Um. Obviously, those stats weren't kind of like around. I don't know about the early LeBron. I don't know mm. if it's kind of like it just kind of sucks because he's not. He's great, but he's not like great. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. kind of is what that only works if you're a you know the top half percent. But oh no, he's in the top one percent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a weird thing, but I mean, relying on Kristaps, I mean, you're gonna get burnt. Hundred percent, you are. I don't think so. I mean, putting this team together. Um, I remember last last show you mentioned listening to a pod with Bill Simmons chatting to um, former front office guy from Dallas. Mm. I listened Dom to. Him. By the way, that dude just salty as bro. He was so That's salty. So salty. Oh my right? god. <laughs> he was so. I yeah. don't know what happened. I haven't done a lot of research into this, so do your own research. We're not yep. your mother. Like, don't <laughs> look into your own shit. Self improvement. That's our new um, uh, podcast slogan, by the way. I'm going to throw that on the next graphic. Yeah, Do your mother, own research. Just, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I think this team is probably a few pieces away. Like, I don't think the 2017 Knicks with Luka Doncic are going to win a first yeah. round series. I think yeah. I think the top West teams are really fucking good. Even yeah. some of the Midwest teams are really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I seem to. Uh, I think I agree with you a little bit, but I just think if Kristaps can stay at his like 18, 18 and eleven, and looking if, if like, he can do eighteen, aggressive. if he can consistently do this and play good D, then sure. Yeah, well, then I just sure. don't think he can. That's yeah, I don't. I don't think it, it's uh, you know as that guy said and as everyone said all fucking year. It's it's Kristaps it, is his own worst enemy, and it's all dependent on his on his injuries. And if he can stay on the floor and he can stay engaged. And and doesn't get hurt, doesn't you know lose anything in his trunk? Then good on him. Got to keep the junk in the trunk, baby. Keep the junk in the trunk. All right. Next, who is an underappreciated NBA player that you love to watch? <sighs> this is tough. I didn't know this question was coming. Yeah, you would have said Demar Derozan if uh, he wasn't having a blow up year. I know you. <sighs> but I did predict him to have a highlight. Yeah, year, shut so the fuck what up. What the fuck can um, you do? Actually, I've got it. Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis, crazy, crazy eyes. Crazy eyes, Bobby. So intense. Blazer. He thinks he's Giannis sometimes, Bobby. He does. I think he, I think he, he watches Giannis. Do you know how, like, when, like, you're binge-watching a series and, like, yeah. you watch, like, fucking four years' worth of TV in, like, a week? Yeah, and you you're think like, that yeah, you're that person. I, yeah. I'm that person. Like, that's what he does with Giannis. I want to watch Grey's Anatomy, and then I'm like, yeah, hand me a fucking scalpel. Yeah, like, don't, don't do that. Shit. Don't let that happen <laughs> to you. That would not end well. I am um, Derek Shepard. Let me open that fucking head up. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, he thinks he's Giannis out there sometimes, and it's awesome to watch. Yeah, yeah, Bobby Portis, that's a good shout. That's a, that's a lot of fun. Um, look, I was go- I was going to stick with the Bucks and, and say someone like Grayson Allen, but I won't um, because you've you've just swooped me uh, and you've kind of stumped me now because I don't know I don't know where to go. Stump boys. Um, oh no, another. Of course, he player. went to JJ Redick Light too. I bet he loves yeah. it. 
Uh, this man's under, got no diversity. An underappreciated player that I like to watch, uh, Brandon Ingram. I like. I really like watching Brandon Ingram. I think Brandon Ingram is just like a skinnier version of Demar Derozan. Like he's not. He's not too good from the. Can outside. I just say I forget Brandon Ingram is in the league until you bring him up. Like, yeah, all the that's time. what I'm saying. Like, as soon as this conversation is done, I'm going to forget it, right? Brandon Ingram is in the this, league. This man averages like 22 points per game. He averages like fucking 22, five and five. Like he's he's a decent player. He's just playing on a really fucking shit. New Who was drafted in front of him? What year was that? The Simmons draft. Uh, yes. Who would yeah, you was. draft first? Who would you redraft first? See, Brandon Ingram has shown that, like, in the right system, he can get it right. Um, and obviously, fucking Ben Simmons is a prima donna. So, ah, I would, I would say Ingram. Would you trade Ingram for Sixers to the Sixers? Oh, bro, the Sixers. Who I says no? Would, I think the Sixers. Would Who do says that no? Do, do New Orleans say no? I think New Orleans say no only because Zion is like he's a rim runner, just like Ben is. I think the spacing is fucked if they do that. You got to rely on Jonas Valanciunas. <laughs> Could you to imagine, get seven wait, imagine a Zion Simmons pick and roll, but Zion is the ball handler. Yuck! Right? <laughs> Yuck! Everything there is everything disgusting about that. But like, as I said, Brandon Ingram, twenty-one and a half, six and a half, and four and a half mm. on the year. Like that's that's a good stat line. That is a that is a good stat. He just has fucking nothing around him. Oh, there was a dude. Speaking of the Pelicans, though, there was a dude at the gym with a Josh Hart jersey on the other day. Oh, respect. Yeah, I gave him the sup nod. Big, I was wearing my uh, Chicago Dwayne Wade. Big respect. <laughs> I should have been wearing my Doug McDermott. Bro, That's speaking right, of Chicago Dwayne Wade, I was talking to Big Drewsy the other day, and he was like, "Oh, I really want to find a Chicago Dwayne Wade jersey." I'm like, oh, "I know where one is." Yeah, but you can't, ain't having it. Can't have a big fella. No, nah, can't have a big fella. Um, all right, yeah. So yeah, so Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram for me. Um, that's like the most random jersey I've ever. This is like the most random jersey I've ever seen. It'll continue to be. I have a photo of it on my phone somewhere. This was in 2017. I was yeah. in London. I was at Wireless Festival. Don't know what jersey I saw. What jersey? If I tell you the player, do you think you could guess the team? I would hope so. Andre Blatch. Or see, it's either going to be. I hedge my bets. It's either going to be Brooklyn or the Filipino national team. Well, the, I would have rated the Filipino national team, but it would have been it would have been a national right to go punch him in the back of the head. Yeah, um, it was a Brooklyn Nets Andre Blad jersey, you know, yeah. but like the new Brooklyn Nets ones, like the ones they wear. Yeah, now, yeah, like the black and the. It was yeah, bro. It was. It, I was like, I thought I was just like tripping. I was like, I, this I saw one of those in Norwest once. <sighs> Why are people? Wearing- that's those, those, that might be that might have been the same guy. You both might have gone over the same fucking flight. <laughs> it is more believable that we saw the same guy than it is that two separate people who don't know each other own Andre Blatch yeah. jersey. It's, it's seven it's, billion it's, people in it's this. More, it's more believable. Either. It's way more believable. It's way more believable. That's um, fucked. That is That's fucked. So cooked. That is fucked. That's <laughs> fucked. Um, I'm still I'm still holding out to see a uh, Cleveland Cavaliers Andrew Wiggins. I can't fucking wait to see one of them. Oh, man, that, I reckon you you got to custom do that, right? Yeah, it's going to be the old Cavs that. one. It's yeah, the yeah, old, yeah, you'd like, have to. You'd I'd have be to. into that, though. That, that'd uh, be a I'll, get a, I'll get under Dave. I'll get under all Dave. Right. I'll get us sorted. Um, all right, next question. Speaking of the Cleveland Cavaliers, he's getting good at this, boys. Watch out. What's going on with LeBron right now? What is happening? Um, I don't know if you know this, but LeBron doesn't pay for the Cavs anymore. No, but I mean... You, you <laughs> he Cavs, doesn't pay for the Cavs, bro. You think Cavs, you think LeBron's James. So... What is going Andrew on with LeBron right now? There's a, uh, a fan has asked, and look, I don't really know. Um, with the with LeBron in the lineup, the Lakers are seven and four. Without LeBron, they're five and seven. Uh, you know, you can't can't really judge all that stuff. Brody's starting to come into his shoes and stuff like that. But um, I mean, his last three games have been really good: thirty-three, five, and nine on sixty percent; thirty-seven and eleven on forty percent; and thirty-nine, five, and six on forty-four point eight percent. Granted, it's been against like Detroit. The fucking was that thirty-three the point game against um, Indiana? Uh, no, the thirty-nine one was against Indiana. Yeah, the he came one out. Was he was not losing that game. But he yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, he did that three-point thing where he stares at the guy, stares at the ground, back at the guy, back Shimmy. at the ground, steps there, and just fucking drains a three. Mm. And you're like, what? What is doing here? Like, and then didn't get fined fifteen k for holding his nuts going back down the other way. <laughs> he didn't get fined. No, nah, I don't think you'll find something fishy find the Kang. going on here. That's the Kang's nuts. Something fishy going on here. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I don't really know what's going on with LeBron right now. He's also like fucking 37 years old in two weeks. So let's just chill Is the he fuck actually? out. Yeah. Let's just chill the fuck out on, on LeBron being. Is he 37? Right. 37. <sighs> How disgusting is that? 
He's balling still. Like you still, still th- you still think he's like, oh, he's thirty three years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Steph Curry is thirty three. Kevin Durant's thirty three. But yeah, LeBron, and, he, and he regrets not coming to the Knicks. He does regret not coming to the Knicks. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I mean. LeBron's just doing LeBron things. Like we've seen this, we've seen this for years now. Like I was listening to, um, I think it was Seth part now. He was on no dunks and he said, the first time I wrote a, uh, is LeBron washed column was like seven years ago. And, and, and he's like, I, I feel like I go to write it every year. And then he comes out and just dad dicks everybody. So depending on what goes on with this COVID protocol thing, if he's going to miss the next four or five games, which I think he might, I think he returned a positive test. Um, no, I well, for last I heard, there was no, he hadn't heard if he was positive and he was saying there's something fishy going on, posting fish emojis and shit. Yeah, and he's right. Just, he's just, I don't know, bro. He loves this, doesn't he? He loves it. He, loves he, it. Loves he posted it. every single fish emoji that there is as well. <laughs> every single one. Do you, do you think he went into the keyboard and typed fish into search or you think he went and scrolled through a multi found the fish? Is that a boomer thing to type? Into the emotion. No, I do that all the time. I was going to say, I do that. Like, I do that. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just type, like, I'm like, well, I wonder if they have this and they don't. And I'm like, yeah. of course they don't have that. I was like, when, I was text- when I was texting you earlier, I just typed in hard hat and that's when the hard hat came up because yeah. it's hard hat season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I type in that shit all the time, but I think it's more boober to go searching through. Yeah. Who's yeah, got for the sure. time? Who's got the time? I yeah, fast and boat. loose, baby. Mate, I don't think LeBron does, mate. He's out here just doing shit. He doesn't have time. I bet he's got an emoji guy. Right, probably. You reckon, you reckon he's like, I'm thinking Probably. something smell. He's like, some fish is going on here. Do your, do your emoji stuff. And the guy doesn't tell LeBron how emojis works. He just doesn't know how to do them. Yeah. He like, yeah. He, that's, that's how he's important. That's like that chick that tweets for Magic Johnson. <laughs> Bro, there's no way someone. <laughs> someone does. I know. I know. It, was pr- it was proven. I know. It just makes me laugh. It's so dumb. hypes that. So dumb. Um, and yeah. I always read him in his voice. But like, yeah. this, imagine this guy. He's like, his whole thing in life is like, can't let LeBron know how emojis work. Otherwise, I'm out of a fucking job. Yeah. So he makes like, he's like, oh, you got to do the fucking, you got to send the phone, dude. Blah. He's like, you got the checking and the savings. And, the, he's like, <laughs> and he's making a half of LeBron. And LeBron's like, I don't care, bro. Just find some fish. And find he's some doing fish. <laughs> every single fish emoji. Just throw it every in there. Fish. I want them all. Yeah, I want them all. Bro, that dude loves the drama. We'll see what's going He'll probably come out of this break. He'll probably get. um. He's in the he's in the hyperbaric chamber right yeah, now, bro. He's leveling up. He's coming out like the Terminator, bro. He's about to come out and he's about to rip up, and we're gonna go. Oh, that's right. Thirty-seven year old LeBron is still pretty fucking good. Yeah, that's right. Like, the fact the that he's thirty-seven. Ten so how old was Kobe when Kobe retired? Uh, thirty-nine. What did he average that last year? Uh, don't know, but he had sixty in the last fucking yeah, game. Yeah, I know, I know. LeBron might get a fucking hundred in his last game. Uh, actually, no. Kobe was 37 when he retired. Tragically died in 2020 at age 41. Retired in 2016. So minus four. Carry the one. Yeah, 37. Fuck. Quick maths. Quick maths. Quick maths, boys. Yeah, big uh, shack. But yeah, it's crazy. Uh, what did he average the last year? 17 and a half. He had a streak where he put up a few yeah. though, didn't he? He had a streak. He had like a yeah. He had a 10 game. He had something. Hold on, I'm just I'm opening basketball references. We Mate, speak. I remember that 2016 year. I was with you. We watched the last Kobe game. Yeah. Um, because the Kobe game and the Golden State game were on at the same time. Yeah, right. They should have changed. Do you remember? It was the Golden State. Yeah, game yeah, 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 the yeah. Record, yeah. and it was yeah. the Kobe's last game, and we were like, "Fuck Golden State!" Everyone was like, "Peak, fuck Golden State." Yeah, massive fuck Golden State. So we all just watched the Kobe game, and then we watched the end of the. Um. Oh, he had some stinkers in here. But um, from game 76 to 82, he had a 34-point game, a 35-point game, and obviously the 60-point game. So, And there was there was a stretch there between games 50 and uh, 57. His lowest was 17. So he went 23, 38, 27, 25. Because I remember he had 19, a few streaks 17. in there. But, like, yeah. LeBron's doing this shit at 37, man. Holy yeah, bro. shit. Yeah, and and he's killing it, mm. absolutely killing the game. Oh, Rip Mamba, fucking miss that guy. What a dude. Um, all right, moving on. Speaking of all-time players, next question: Where does Curry sit in your all-time player ranking? Now we covered this a few weeks ago, and I I stand by it. He is he is my one one fucking C. For me, it's you know one A. For point guards or for general. Oh, oh, sorry. I was thinking point guards. 
You you go like, you go general first. You go. General. No, I don't want to go general, bro. I wasn't going to do that. That's too hard. That's Play too hard. It, like, yeah. Errors Play and tears. positions is too hard, man. Yeah. Like, how can you like compare Shaq and like Curry? Yeah, exactly. Like, do you know what I mean? They do. It's completely different ways that they do what they do. Yeah. Um, point guard wise. Oh, he'd be close to Magic. He'd be close. Yeah, it's I think hard, I think it's Magic one, him and yeah. CP, A and B two. That's for me. Uh, I got Steph above CP. I think. You reckon? I think I got Steph above CP. He's got Chris the Paul, the only man to have twenty thousand points, ten thousand assists, and five thousand rebounds, or whatever the hell that is. Uh, two the only, only to- the two only- time the back to back only unanimous MVP. Yeah, the guy that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Steph Curry did change the game. The guy, the guy who's changed the game, the guy who was the focal point of the team that won the most regular season games in NBA history. Didn't and didn't play in the fourth quarters. Didn't win a chip. I know, matter. I know, I know. But I think Steph, to me, Steph. That argument Chris point Paul. will always have an aspect. No, it, so. and I agree because fuck the Warriors. It was fuck the people who weren't into basketball then. And if you're not, how old are you? Because that was yeah. like, <laughs> like five years ago. It was like, not, not even that long ago. Uh, bro, it was peak fuck the Warriors. I remember working. Uh, I remember the day Kevin Durant signed with um with Golden State. Mm. It's still when I was working at BWS, bro. I was BWS at Granville. Shout out to the area. Lovely the area. Shout out to the area. I miss you all. Um, and one of the boys at work, Brittany Basketball, always talked about it. Blah, 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 blah. And then I, I was in this uh, since the morning and he came in at lunchtime. And I hadn't been on my phone all day and it was the fourth Which of July. Which is rare for wearing, working at BWS. Oh, like, man, fuck, fucking man. hell, you're paid to strap a phone to your hand, bro. 100. Um, if you are my old boss, then I'm not here. All I did was work. <laughs> All I did was work. <laughs> Never question the, anything. Thanks for the reference, Chief. Yeah. Um, and so I hadn't been on my phone all day. And it was that 4th of July, because obviously we don't give a fuck about 4th of July. It was that weekend. Mm. It must have been the Monday. It must have been mm. the Monday. Yeah. Because he, I, yeah, because he announced on the Sunday. So it must have been the Monday. And then um, he comes in, the guy comes fucking running into it. And he's like, oh my God, how crazy is it? And I was like, no, bro, it's pretty chill today, eh? Like, yeah. And he was like, no, Kevin Durant signed with the Golden State Warriors. And I was like, fuck this. And we were both like, we're not watching basketball. Fuck it. Season's done. Not watching anything. I'm done with the sport. Fuck, fuck the Warriors. I mean, fuck the Western Conference. Fuck yeah, I mean, we probably, I mean, we watched game one and watched all like, watch every game. So fuck it. What was I going to do? Now on a basketball remember, podcast. I actually remember. There's not many places I remember being, but I remember where Kevin Durant, I remember thinking, this is bull. I remember being physically, like, physically, physically annoyed at it. Yeah, like, just yeah, like, yeah. Just Ew. like annoyed. Like, I'd forget about it at work and I'd remember, fucking Kevin Durant, you dog. Fucking like, Kevin. just keep like, Kicking some, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I it was it was peak fuck the Warriors back then, and there's not really a team like that. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of fuck the Lakers season, but I mean, yeah, it is fuck the Lakers. That, that just seems like a little bit of an extension of fuck LeBron. Mm. Um, yeah, which, and it's been fuck LeBron the last twenty years. You know what I mean, uh, bro? I know. Fuck Miami was was massive. That would they were the pre fuck the Warriors. Fuck Miami, like they yeah, were. There's no, I mean, fuck the Sixers is always kind of around, but now they don't have Simmons. It feels a bit. It feels a bit boring. Like, it's like kicking a dead cat. Like, yeah, you know, like when, when it was line. Joel and Ben Simmons coming at you, it's all right. But now it's like Tobias Harris and Seth Curry. Like what a yeah. like, <laughs> Danny Green. Say, fuck you to some babies. Like, yeah. what is, like I don't know. There's no real fuck you team anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Moving on. Last question of the day. Uh, what's wrong with Kemba Walker? Well, listeners, how much time do you have? Um, I saw this thing the other day comparing Kemba Walker's last year in Charlotte to this year, and it is not pretty. So give us your take on what you think is wrong with Kemba Walker while I find that. Um, I don't really know, man. I think age hasn't helped. Mm. I think he's just, he's getting old, man. Yeah. Like he really is. Um, I don't really know what to say. Like his knees seem to not really have it. Yeah, yeah, no, I uh, I saw a game. I it was, we talked about it last time on the on the pod, but we played that Phoenix game, and he yeah. he just was getting like locked up, and he's out of the rotation, and it's like being an undersized guard is so um, it's such like a fine line that you have to ride between your athleticism and your skill and your smarts, yeah. and it's like you lose just a percentage of that athleticism, and everyone remembers that you're like a sub six foot or a six foot guard. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, Kemba Walker's always had burners. This year, he's fucking slow. He is slow. And I found that I found these stats, right? So, 
In the 2018-19 season, Kemba Walker averaged 22 points per game, three rebounds, close to six assists, uh, just over two turnovers on 53, 38, and 86 shooting, right? This year, the 21-22 season, he's averaging less than 12 points per game, two and a half rebounds, three assists on 43 41 80 shooting so the shooting is relatively the same if not a little bit down but holy shit the points per game they're in half and he just doesn't look good out there and i mean it's unfortunate it doesn't because kemba's going to get lost to time he's going to be one of those guys that it's like isn't really remembered in Mm. 10 years five years Mm. Like but he kept that- he kept Charlotte on the map. Like he, he did. was the he only did. reason people he, were turning into fucking Charlotte he, games. That honestly is, years and and it'll be cool when they retire his jersey. Man, they fucking should. If they don't, I'm I'm coming. I, for I can't like his. Since they came back, right? Mm. As the Bobcats. Oh yeah, he is the only. He's the only All Star. He's the first All Star they had, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah surely. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are only was, three. There are only three guys that I really remember from that podcast team. That is Kemba, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, because he was a bust, and for some reason Al Jefferson. Fucking, I don't know why Al Jefferson was like good back in the day. He was good, bro. He was like, it was like the slowest twenty-five and eleven you'd ever seen in your life. Bro. I remember he when fucking- he moved from from Utah. Like it was him and him and Paul Millsap in Utah, and then Millsap went to the Hawks, and Jefferson went to the went to the Bobcats, and everybody was like, "What are they going to do in Utah?" Utah's doing okay right now. Utah's fine. Yeah, but how are you going to... Yeah, Al Jefferson, bro. Like, I'm try, there's no comp for Al Jefferson in the league anymore. Nah, no way. Like, who... No way. Like, it's like Roy Hibbert. There's no comp for him in the league anymore. Nah, no, see, Roy Hibbert goes slow Dwight Howard. Unathletic slow Dwight Howard is like Roy Hibbert. What, you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a closer comp to Roy Hibbert. Nah, actually, a better Roy Hibbert fucking one. Fat Rudy Gobert. Fat Rudy Gobert, yes. <laughs> That's the comfort. Yeah, if, if Rudy Gobert wasn't as, as athletic as he is, yeah. he'd be out of the league. If, if, like if Rudy Roy Gobert Hibbert. was eating the La Baguettes um, <laughs> and was uh, just getting... Yeah, Enjoying gone. the escargot. Escargot. Um, yeah, he'd be out. He'd but, be I mean, Al Jefferson, that's not like... Imagine if Zion just, like, couldn't run. But hit us up. like four inches taller. I really, I, I really hope that people do know, but hit us up if you remember Al Jefferson. Because oh, no, like, no. If you don't, if how you, old are you, you? If you remember Al Jefferson specifically on the Bobcats. Specifically and that Bobcats on the team Bobcats. In, the, in the 2011 knockout won nine games. Yeah. Won nine games. Yeah. Also, their unis actually look pretty sick now. He was he was in uh he was in Utah during that. The nine games, I believe. Those nine wins. He might have uh, been an all-star, actually. He might have been. He was not an all-star. I'm on his page right now. Um, he played all the way up to 2018-19, uh, but that year he played Is he in the China. best player to never be an all-star now that Mike Conley's an all-star? Possibly. Possibly. That's actually, I don't, that's, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty pumped with that takeoff. I don't, I don't mind that right. take, especially considering in the 13-14 season for Charlotte, he averaged 22 points a game and near 11 rebounds. He was the guy, like him and Kemba. That's like they were they were the dudes. That's what, what I'm a, saying. What a it's, weird miss, but what a weird like. Yeah, yeah. What a imagine weird if fucking... you put Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert together and it didn't work. That's what that was. Yeah, hundred. That's exactly what that was. That is exactly what that was. Yeah, that. Yeah, what a fucking year for him in Charlotte that year. I remember um, that year. he was cooking, right? Oh, I remember. Was that the year he said he fucking because he put on all this size. So he could get in a post and bang around, and now like, what'd you do? And he's like, I ate chicken. Like, he ate like Popeyes or some shit. Like he just was like shoveling it down. And he's taking he threes that year too, right? Jefferson, he would have nowadays. Yeah, bro, for sure. I reckon. He, I reckon if you put it, Al Jefferson would, because he'd slim down. He'd Actually, I reckon a pretty good comp for Al Jefferson these days, Kevin Love. Kevin Love on a good day. <sighs> yeah, I reckon. Yeah, get- big fella that bangs nice and slow, can pass the ball. Mate, Kevin loved that last year in Minnesota, but then that yeah. wasn't that wasn't long after Al Jefferson was there. Anyway, that was what 2015, 2016, 2014. Yeah, uh, yeah Jefferson nah, was in Minnesota. Yeah, 9, I guess. I guess there's no real. Co- there's no. Can you name? Can you name all the teams that Al Jefferson belonged to? There's always one think- that I forget. There's always one I that I forget. There's. I only remember him 
exclusively on the Bobcats. I thought he was like. So yeah, so you got Charlotte. I already, I already said Utah. one. Utah. That's two out of five. You already you, five teams. You mentioned another one. Just then, Kevin Love. Did he, oh, he did play in soda. He played in soda. Oh, because yeah. no, because soda had Nikola Pekovic, Al Jefferson, and Kevin Love all like roughly similar times. Roughly around the same time. Yeah. I don't think they all played together, but they were roughly around. You don't, so, you, don't, you know Pekovic is like a European gangster now. That doesn't surprise me. You got arrested with the mob. Bro, that doesn't surprise me. Um, so you got two more teams. Did he end up on the Hawks somehow? He did not end up on the Hawks, but he was on like another small market team. Uh, he might have crossed over with one Paul George. Oh, of course, Indiana fucking so to back Indiana. Up so he was in Indiana. That's gross. What a gross. How was that your center rotation? And where was he drafted? I have. <laughs> it's a team that we love to fucking hate. Do you play for Denver? Nah. Is it you love Denver? You shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know you close, hate Denver. Close, close personal friend of ours um, loves these guys. Rates them hard. The Beantown boys. He did not play for Boston. He was drafted by Boston. How long did he play in Boston for? Three years. Shout out, Dave. Did you know? This is a shout out to Dave. Did you know he played in Boston for three years? Give us your I, I reckon. I don't reckon Dave knows who Al Jefferson is. I don't reckon. What year? What year was he drafted? Oh, three, 2004, or five. Yeah, he is the same age I mean, I was, as I was, I was. I was like fucking eight. He is the same age as LeBron. Yeah, that's tough. How tough that's is tough. that? He's actually that's younger tough. technically by about thirty days. Yeah, how tough you hate is to see that? It. You do hate maybe to see it. That, maybe it's all that Popeyes. <laughs> Right, right. Shout out Al Jefferson. Shout yeah. out Kemba. Shout out the nine win Charlotte. He, did, also, he never Bo- did. He never did more than three years in a place. So he did three in Boston, three in Minnesota, three in Utah, three in Charlotte, and then two in Indiana. Yeah, I don't think that was his choice, bro. No, it wasn't. His, the, the Indiana <laughs> years wasn't his choice. I don't think the three year thing was nah, up to him. The Indiana, I think he would have stayed. He would. He would have said, "He's short. I'll, I'll leave if you want." Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but though, though, you know what? The Bobcats actually go fucking hard nowadays. I yeah, don't know. It's kind of like nostalgic, but the name is cool. They're G League. Do they have a G League team, Charlotte? Uh, let me. Have oh, a look. I think it's called the Swarm. Actually, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, Greensboro Swarm. Bro, it should have been the Bobcats. Should have been. Can we get the Bobcats in the league? Like those jerseys, the, the ones back. I'm specifically thinking of, the white with the orange pinstripes. Oh, yeah. They look sick. Gerald Wallace in those bad yeah. boys. Oh, yeah. My mate Jimmy's got an Adam Gosh. Morrison that he wears. Stop. Yeah. Josh McBob was on that team too. Josh McBob. Oh, bro, that was a goat. Courtney Lee played for them. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, that was a goat. 2K Young Cody Zeller. Yeah, yeah, 2K13 team. That team was actually so good. As long as you traded out Jefferson for somebody yeah. else, they were a pretty good team. <laughs> but yeah, that could be a good shout. He could be the best. Uh, I think so too. I'm curious if, if any of our never listeners, was. Yeah, because guys, you got to remember, like in the in early in like the early 2010s, 20, 20 and 11 is like current day, 30 and 14. Like that's a big, and the way that he's the way that he scored was so slow. It takes him yeah. seven seconds to score. Yeah, like what from after he grabbed the ball. Like, I mean, and he's pretty. Oh, maybe a good comp for him is Nick Vucevic. Oh, I kind of like that actually. Yeah, that's a good comp. Fuck, we are. Why are we smashing it today, bro? Oh, we had we our Wheaties this morning, bro. This is a good pod. You guys did have my Wheaties. Um, very good. But yeah, I yeah. Shout out if anyone if anyone can think of someone who was better who wasn't an all star. Yeah, hit us up. I don't know who. Dribble. Maybe Iggy was Iggy ever. Iggy was an all star. Was Iggy he? was an all star? Surely, surely. If he I wasn't, it's got to be Iggy. All-star. But he's a, he's a finals MVP, so you know it's it, yeah. But if you kind of take a... it with what you what you yeah, he was an all star 2011-2012 with the, the, yeah yeah just before he got traded. How though? The man averaged 12, 12 and a half points per game. Right, Six rebounds, five and a half steals, near two, actually five and a half assists, sorry, two near two steals per game. He's, yeah, he's pretty elite, pretty elite yeah. defensively. That was a Drew Holiday. Um, yeah, no, if anyone can think of someone better as a not quite all-star, mm. unlock it in. Hit us up. 
at fifty. Maybe we'll have to. Maybe one week on we'll Twitter. have to do our um. Not uh, quite an all star starting. Not five. quite all star starting fives. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I'm a big well, fan of that. We ran out a bit of time to do our West. What you want? Yep. So but guess what? We got all the time in the world, baby. We do nothing. We do have all the time in the world. That's probably going to come next week because, um, on Tuesday's episode, it's going to be a different host. We're going to be rocking a couple of different people. So getting uh, replaced. Getting replaced. Stay tuned. Um, big locks out of town. So we've uh, we've we've only got the best coming in to uh, to replace him. Mate, so, I, I couldn't uh, think of I couldn't think of a man I'd rather have replace me. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to to getting frisky with another gentleman over Zoom. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> um, but yeah, as I said, we will get to the Western Conference what you want this time next week. So stay tuned for next Friday. And yeah, tune in on Tuesday to see who we end up replacing Locke with. Hit us up at Fifth and Dribble on Instagram. Not permanently, mind you, just for a week while I'm out of town. It Don't get ahead of yourself. You're not getting rid it of might be permanently. <laughs> hit us, hit us he up wouldn't at- want you. He does not want you for that long. <laughs> Hit us up at Fifth and Dribble on Instagram and on Twitter. And where can people leave us a voice message? Now, the second voice message to also oh, make you it won't into make the, the Hall, Hall of, of Fame. fame but you'll, no, you will. Right. You'll make it. We'll, we'll put you in there. We'll put no, you in there. The, this, is, this is the Hall of Fame, not Hall of, like, pretty cool. This is Hall of Fame. <laughs> you won't make All the right. Hall of Fame, but you'll make our Hall of Hearts. Yeah, you'll make the voicemail list at least. You made the voicemail list. And that's what we want. We'll put you on a little list. Okay. And where can we where can people find that At anchor.fm forward slash fifth and dribble. Lovely, jubbly. I love to hear it. Have you got anything more you want to plug, my friend? Um, no, we're all good to go. I think just like where you can like, share where you can share, and show two friends. Show two friends. That's always your homework, and we appreciate you for that. Thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you in the next one. See you later See you next week.